Ready to keep you company wherever you are. Card Blanche, the podcast, brings you immersive, hard-hitting stories anytime, anywhere, every week. It's a classic David versus Goliath showdown. A group of women taking on a global pharmaceutical giant. At the center of their looming legal fight is a medical device banned in some countries. In fact, around the world, women are taking the fight to Johnson & Johnson, wanting the company to account for what they claim is the continued distribution of a device that's caused them significant harm. Here's Massa with the story. It's a medical device that's been around for over two decades. Now, in the middle of endless lawsuits as women all over the world take Big Pharma to court. In South Africa, a legal storm is brewing. Maybe there's other people out there also with the same problem that doesn't know about it. As women gear up to take the manufacturers to court. I couldn't understand why, why are those things even on the market? The device is faulty, they say, and damaged them for life. This is a case about a manufacturer who's not disclosing the risks and all the information required so that surgeons and patients can make the right decisions for, for the patients at the end of the day. Hanely Ryan is an avid cyclist. Your mind can go, you can think of everything. She spent years building up her amateur ranking but for the last few years, her dreams of competing professionally have slowly been slipping out of her reach. Hanley has been living in the aftermath of a medical procedure that upended her life. It started 12 years ago. I started realizing that, you know, I'm getting infection. I get bladder infection and uterine um, infection. And I couldn't understand why, you know, and I had a, I had a problem, you know, like you go, and then 10 minutes later, you have to go again. The doctor diagnosed bladder prolapse, one of a number of conditions that can develop when organs in the pelvic area drop or collapse. And what did he tell you can help? All you do is you put the, the mesh in, or a sling, he called it, this mesh. He says, and then you pull it up and you'll be able to urinate properly. But for Hanley, the mesh caused incredible pain and discomfort at the worst possible time just as she was about to embark on a new relationship. Did you know of any pros and cons of this? No. Were you just told that this is gonna fix you? You trust the gynecologist, I've been with him. He knows my body. But what is a mesh device and what is it used for? When pelvic muscles weaken, organs like the uterus and bladder can drop and press into the vagina causing problems like urine leakage. Living a normal life can become impossible. Mesh is used to bind up and lift the organs. Prof Shingai Mutambirwa is the head of urology at George Mkari Academic Hospital and Sifako Mohato Health Sciences University. The biggest issue with meshes is that they were actually developed over 20, 30 years ago for a number of reasons. Mesh contains the plastic polypropylene and comes in different shapes and sizes. Hanley got what's called a transvaginal mesh, an operation through the vagina. 
there's essentially only two layers in the vagina. There's the skin and then a little bit of muscle. So obviously it's a much thinner area to put a mesh in. While these implants had a high success rate in the short term, more and more women reacted badly in the long term, what science calls the phase four trial. Doctors were none the wiser and kept on with the implants. Although the trials were done and they did show the outcomes were good, the problem was that, we, especially when we're doing what we call phase four trials, where people start looking at the side effect, long-term side effect profile, there was a significant increase in the amount of side effects. And the main ones would be erosion, because the skin is so thin that the, it comes out. The big problem is that the mesh disintegrates in the body, causing even more pain for some women. Discomfort after the operation, but you think it's supposed to be like that, then you, you try to recover. They say a certain amount of time, you'll get better, but I never felt better. Outrageously, when Hanalee complained to her doctor, he said it was psychological, even though sexual intercourse became impossible. It, it was uncomfortable to have a, a, a full on intimate relationship. Um, but I thought, you know, maybe it's because of the new relationship. And that's when I went back to the doctor, to my gynae. He, he said to me, there's nothing wrong with you. It's all in your imagination. Did you know at the time that this is because of the mesh? No. Oh. And it's here that Hanley's story, and as she would discover, those of many other women, takes a dramatic turn. As far back as 2008, the American Food and Drug Administration issued repeated safety warnings about transvaginal mesh. After $8 billion was paid out to some 100,000 women who suffered complications, the FDA in 2019 put a stop to the manufacturing of transvaginal mesh for pelvic prolapse in the U.S. The manufacturer of the defective mesh products, Johnson & Johnson, has been sued in many countries in the last decade. Hundreds of women across the world have taken the big pharma to court and they've won. In 2019, the Federal Court of Australia found that J&J's transvaginal mesh hadn't been sufficiently evaluated and carried great risks. In the United States, a Philadelphia jury ordered J&J to pay over $100 million to a woman who suffered injuries due to the transvaginal mesh. So why were these products still available to South African women? The Health Products Regulatory Authority declined an interview to tell us. In a written statement, SAPRA said they engaged with companies with mesh products and that those who still market mesh products were subject to SAPRA regulations. Did your doctor explain to you what your options were after diagnosing you? So it was either hysterectomy or let's lift your uterus. In 2017, Chantal Botma gave birth to a baby boy and suffered a prolapsed uterus. So because I, I was still um, young, um, he said that we have to preserve my uterus. So I thought, great, um, you know, there's, there's a solution for my problem. I can still decide on whether I want to expand my family. So I said yes. But for Chantal there was more in store. 
Now that the uterus was lifted, they could see my bladder also moved. So then, of course, um, they said, we'll, we'll fix it the same way. So you have did. to go for another operation? Yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Then after that, everything got worse. In debilitating pain, Chantal was in and out of doctor's rooms, losing precious time with her new baby. I couldn't pick him up. If I wanted to pick him up, somebody had to pick him up, give him to me. Just thinking about everything I missed out on and not being able to be a normal mom, um, it, it was hard. A specialist finally advised Chantal to have it taken out, although it's even more painful to remove mesh from the tissue once it's embedded. I said, okay, fine, let's go ahead with it, remove it. Um, and then with that, I had to have a hysterectomy. And then after these procedures to try and rectify, how were you feeling? I must say, I felt an immediate relief in, in this area and my lower back. It was like something was pulling and it just snapped. Seeking solace and support online, Chantal and Hanley found a number of other women and the courage to join forces to sue the companies at the root of their pain. Who would you say you blame for all of this? It's definitely the people that put the product on the market. Um, I can't blame the doctors. They advise you on what's available out there. Listening to these women's stories really, really broke my heart. And I think about the cost of this all. And I'm not just talking financially. I mean, a first-time mom not being able to mother their newborn baby. Hanley's plight of lack of intimacy and companionship, the rejection, the loneliness of it all, and not forgetting the actual physical pain. The first company to be served in a class action suit is Johnson & Johnson South Africa. Nine women have joined the suit. Our position and based on the documents we've reviewed, mesh manufacturers knew of the significant risk associated with these products. Zane Landel is a class action specialist. What makes you say that Johnson & Johnson knew about these defects but ignored them anyway? Certain transvaginal mesh products uh, basically were taken off the market in the United States a few years ago. Those mesh products are um, still sold in other countries. We contacted Johnson & Johnson for an interview and they declined. They say they were notified of the claims over a year ago. They requested claimants' medical records but haven't received anything yet. They add that the mesh is a device prescribed after a consultation with a surgeon. They claim that the risks associated with these devices are properly identified in the product's instructions for use. But if Hanley and Chantal have their way, the company will have to explain and pay up. I could have these things removed out of my body. Um, I had a medical aid, I was lucky enough, they, they approved the procedures, but there's women out there that, that can't, that can't afford it. Hanley's medical aid insists the surgery to remove the mesh is cosmetic and won't cover the costs. So she has little choice but to live with the consequences. People start wondering, you know, why is she on her own? She's never with somebody, she never 
you know, what's wrong with it, you know. But you learn to live with it. You make the best of it. I've got so many friends, but the loneliness, that's why I've got my two dogs, they're my everything. If you would like to join the class action lawsuit against various pharmaceutical giants, you can visit our website. We've put together all the details on how you can add your name. That's another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast done and dusted. Remember to follow and subscribe to our show on Spotify and all other major podcasting platforms. Have something to say? Join the conversation using hashtag Carte Blanche on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We love hearing from you.